ILCA is, today, the world's leading and most important multidisciplinary society tackling liver cancer. ILCA. Hi, welcome to this ILCA podcast. In this episode, we are going to discuss the best apps for the liver cancer summit 2022. The first study that I would like to discuss with all of you is a multi-center prospective observational study. Uh, the study was presented by Richard Finn, and this is the regular FENIP in patients with unresectable HEC, included in clinical practice. And this is an exploratory analysis of safety and overall survival. Uh, this, the study is called Refined Study. As I have said, this is an ongoing prospective and observational study, included patients with unresectable HEC, in whom the decision to be treated with regorafenib was made by the treating physician, and the primary objective of this study was to characterize the safety in the real-world practice. The secondary objectives were to assess the effectiveness in the real-world practice uh, based on overall survival, progression-free survival, time to progression, and overall uh, response rate. In this study, Dr. Finn presented 1,008 evaluable patients treated with regorafenib, and the median observational period of time was 8.6 months. As expected, most of the patients assisted to percent were at the advanced stage. In most cases, the liver function was preserved, but I would like to highlight that 12% of cases, the liver function was child B. But uh, uh, the most important point was that in most of the patients, 84%, the regorafenib was initiated in a second line. But I would like also to stress that in 14% of cases, regorafenib was started as a third or beyond the line, and in uh, 9% of patients, the regorafenib was started uh, after the immunity point inhibitor. Also, the author uh, declared that in 99 cases, 9%, the patients were uh, intolerant to sorafenib, that, that were not a clear definition of uh, uh, intolerance. The main result of the study, the safety profile, uh, well, the safety profile was expected according to the, to the trial uh, already presented. The main uh, side effects were hand foot syndrome, uh, diarrhea, and fatigue that was present in more or less 30-20% of cases and was the expected uh, uh, adverse effect uh, as according to the randomized control trials uh, already published. And according to the safety, the median overall survival of the whole court was 12.9 months. And also the authors justified this median overall survival according to the, the line of the therapy, uh, according also to the to the uh, use of immune checkpoint inhibitors in the prior lines, and also according to the presence of tolerance or intolerance to sorafenib, and there were not any significant difference according to this subgroup analysis. Therefore, this real-world refined study supports the safety and effectiveness of regorafenib in a broader patient population with unresectable HEC who had been uh, treated prior with sorafenib on other systemic treatments, including immunotherapy, and uh, the final analysis uh, will be presented when all patients have a follow-up for at least 24 
month. Another study that I would like to discuss with you was a study presented by, by Wei Lu from China, and this was a multi-center study that, that aimed to evaluate the efficacy of the combination therapy with lenvatinib, PD, uh, PD-1 inhibitors, and transarterial therapy. This was a retrospective study, including patients with intermediate advanced HEC from, from a, a Chinese center. And this study, the, mid, the primary endpoint was progression-free survival, and the second endpoints were overall survivals and overall response rate. This was a retrospective study. Uh, the authors identified 98 patients treated with lembatinib plus PD-1 inhibitor plus transarterial embolization, and uh, 40, uh, 54 patients treated with lemba plus PD-1 in inhibitor. The median follow-up was 14 months, and the main result of this study was that the median uh, overall survival in the group of patients treated with LEMBA plus PD-1 inhibitor plus transarterial embolization was 15 months, compared to 9 months in those patients uh, treated with LEMBA plus PD-1 inhibitor, and this efficacy was maintained after propensity score analysis. According to these results, the authors conclude that the combination of lemma plus PD-1 inhibitor plus transarterial embolization uh, can improve the survival uh, compared with LEMBA plus PD-1 uh, alone. And, and there is now a, a need of prospective large study, uh, randomized controlled studies to confirm these results. Also, I would like to, to commend the study presented by, by Thomas Talbot. Uh, and this study, uh, the aim was to characterize the clinical features and the radiological patterns of disease progression post-immune checkpoint inhibitors and to evaluate the relationship with the clinical outcome. And for this study, the authors uh, was a multi-center uh, uh, study, including uh, 13 international centers, and the study included a total of 604 HEC patients treated with immune checkpoint inhibitors, and they experienced progression uh, disease. And uh, finally, they evaluate the baseline clinical characteristics according to the receipt of any post-progression anti-cancer therapy. The authors, the main results of the study was, first of all, that uh, near 20% of cases, the authors uh, in, in continue with immune checkpoint inhibitors despite the presence of, of progression disease, and in 12 of cases, the, the immunogenic inhibitors was, was used without a subsequent time-sync kinase inhibitor. The median uh, post-progression survival of the whole cohort was for uh, 5.3 months. Uh, the median post-progression follow-up was 20 months. According to the, to the study, uh, the multivariate analysis, uh, basically uh, the main results of this analysis was that the presence of a new vascular invasion and the presence of a uh, deterioration of the, of the performance status were the two only independent prognostic factors for a worse uh, post-progression survival. And according to the post, uh, to the analysis, the best results were obtained to those patients that uh, were treated with immune inhibitors beyond progression disease, and they were afterwards followed by tyson kinase inhibitors. And in this population, the median overall survival was near uh, 15 months. And uh, the worst results were uh, those in those cases that they, they had a just only intrahepatic growth during the follow-up. Accordingly, uh, the, the main result or the main conclusion of this study was that the presence of new vascular invasion and the intrahepatic growth after the immune checkpoint inhibitors predict poorer prognosis at disease progression uh, under immune checkpoint inhibitors. Also, as expected, the 
deterioration of the performance status and deterioration of the liver function appear to be determinants for clinical strategy after progression disease uh, with injectable inhibitors. And, uh, and this was the main results of the study. Another study that I would like to, to discuss with you was uh, presented by Elia Gigante, and the aim was to describe the effectiveness of first-line systemic treatments in patients with hepatocholangiocarcinoma. This is a very rare tumor. The, the authors uh, conducted a retrospective study, a multicenter study, evaluating the outcome of intra uh, of combined cholangiocarcinoma coming from, from 11 centers, and this outcome was compared with a cohort of 20, uh, 220 five uh, patients treated with sorafenib, uh, HCC treated with sorafenib, and 94 patients uh, with cholangiocarcinoma treated with platinum-based chemotherapy. A total of 83 patients with combined hepatocellular cholangiocarcinoma were in identified in the study. Uh, uh, the, the main differences of, the, of these patients according to compared with the core of patients with HCC and, uh, and cholangiocarcinoma was that in, in most cases uh, patients with combined hepatocellular cholangiocarcinoma had less extrahepatic disease compared with the intrahepatic cholangiocarcinoma and according to the multiple analysis the main uh, drivers of, of poor outcome was basically the, the poor liver function according to the ALGI score and um, the main aim of the study was to assess the outcome after systemic therapy and according to the results, uh, the authors analyzed the, the, the minimal survival of the whole cohort of patients with combined hepatocellular cholangiocarcinoma treated with systemic therapy and there were not significant difference compared with the cohort treated with uh, the cohort of cholangiocarcinoma and the cohort of patients treated with sorafenib in the HEC and the, the median overall survival obtained with sorafenib was 8.3 months compared with uh, near 12 months uh, with, with uh, chemotherapy without any significant difference. Accordingly, the authors conclude that the main driver of the prognosis for the hepatocholangiocarcinoma was the liver function impairment based on the ALBI score, and there were no differences uh, according to the treatment approach. There were no differences if you use sorafenib or a platinum-based systemic chemotherapy. Another study that I would like to, to comment with you is the combination of lenvatinib with or without a drug a leutine beats transarterial chemoembolization in patients with advanced HCC. This is a real-life multicenter retrospective study coming from China, and uh, the authors uh, recruited a total of 144 patients treated with Lemba plus DCBITS, and they compared uh, with a cohort of 69 patients treated with Lemba as a first-line uh, therapy. And the main results of the study was that the median of survival of the patients treated with Lemba plus taste was near 16 months and was significantly superior to the patients treated with Lemba as a first-line single, single agent. And after propensity score uh, uh, model, the, the differences in the median of survival were maintained. According to this results, the authors conclude that the combination of Lemba plus taste may be a, a good option, and obviously this is a two-specific study. The authors conclude that this is a signal of potential efficacy, but we need prospective studies to confirm the, those findings. And finally, I would like to, uh, to, to discuss two studies 
coming from an analysis of the European Liver Transplant Registry. The first analysis, the authors evaluated the outcome of patients treated with uh, patients with combined hepatocellular cholangiocarcinoma treated with liver transplantation. And this study was a retrospective study. The authors uh, identified 115 patients with combined hepatocholangiocarcinoma from 22 centers, and uh, they analyzed the outcome after liver transplantation uh, according to the expert analysis uh, the, the patients, only 30% of patients were within Milan criteria, and in 40% of cases, the major vascular invasion was present, and in 33% of cases, the tumor differentiation was, uh, was poor. But according to the, this analysis, and probably this is the main result that uh, presented the authors, if you consider the Milan criteria to analyze the outcomes, if we consider the 30% of patients within Milan criteria, the five year survival obtaining in this population was 56% with a cumulative recurrence of 23% and the authors conclude that if we have an a combined hepatocolangio that is within Milan criteria, the long-term outcome after liver transplantation is the expected outcome compared with other indications such as HCC. Also, the same, the same group of, of authors analyzed the, the same database, the European Liver Transplant Registry, but in this case, the authors explore the potential efficacy of liver transplantation for fibrolamellar hepatocellular carcinoma. Again, the authors analyzed this database uh, and they finally identified 35 cases from 25 centers. And the main results or the main findings of this analysis was in most cases, the tumor was beyond Milan criteria. The maximum, uh, the medium uh, size of the, of the biggest nodule was 60 millimeters and the according to this analysis the overall survival for patients with uh, fibrolamellar hepatocellular with single lesion was a five-year survival of 65% at five-year. Also, the, the cumulative uh, incidence of recurrence in single lesions was 43%, and uh, this, this is the, the main results obtained in this retrospective analysis. And accordingly, the authors conclude that also fibrolamellar hepatocellular may be an indication for liver transplantation, and the best results are obtained in those patients with single tumors and in whom we can be able to offer a five-year survival uh, acceptable for the field of liver transplantation. And these are all the papers that I wanted to discuss with you. Thank you very much for your attention. This episode is sponsored by Heptoma Research, an international peer-reviewed gold open access, continuously published online academic journal founded by OAE Publishing Inc., the journal aims to provide an academic exchange platform focusing on all topics of liver cancer and its related diseases through publications, video abstracts, webinars and interviews. ILCA ILCA is today the world's leading and most important multidisciplinary society tackling liver cancer. ILCA